Hello, thanks for joining us on the Mers Waves podcast. I'm Ollie Cook from the Full Film Office, and I recently joined Alison Jackson, President of Gomont UK and Executive Producer of Sky Atlantic's new series, Tin Star Liverpool. Produced by Kudos TV and Gomont UK for Sky, Tin Star Liverpool is the third and final season of Tin Star and is labelled as the most thrilling, shocking, and darkly comic roller coaster ride yet. Moving from Canada to Liverpool, it tells the story of the Worths as Jack, played by Tim Roth, Angela, by Genevieve O'Reilly, and Anna, played by Abigail Laurie, as they return to Liverpool, where their story began 20 years ago, to face their deadliest enemies in a battle to win their freedom. Filmed on location across Liverpool City region last year, all six episodes of Tinstar Liverpool are available now as a box set on Sky TV. We hope you enjoy the chat and enjoy the show. Well, um, thank you very much for your time, Alison. Um, we're all very excited. Uh, I suppose if we could uh, kind of start, it'd be really good to just uh, tell us a bit about kind of your role as an executive producer and what the kind of day-to-day of that entails. Um, well, as executive producer, I'm responsible for working with writers to, to come up with ideas that we can then develop and take to broadcasters or platforms and get funded. And every, every show is different. So my role is never the same on two shows. On Tinstar, because I've been involved with it for probably about seven years now, from right from the very start. Um, I work very closely with Rowan Joffe, who's the show creator. And so we've worked together on developing the scripts. Obviously, he is the writer. I don't do any writing. Uh, and, and he's a, a gifted writer and creator. So it's been a really satisfying collaboration um, for, the, for the last several years. And then once the show is financed, my job is to make sure that we deliver to the highest possible standards, both in terms of creatively and financially. Um, but the, the biggest responsibility is pulling together a team, I guess, and making sure that the scripts come to life in a way that the audience is gonna enjoy and engage with. And um, hopefully we've done that with Tin Star 3. Well, it looks incredibly exciting. I am. Um, I was obviously very happy to see the uh, to see the trailer and a new title to Tin Star Liverpool. Uh, if we could ask, kind of like, how did the how did the move to Liverpool come about, and why Liverpool as a location as for the third season as opposed to Canada? It's all about story. Story is has got to be paramount with every decision, I think. And we'd done two seasons in Canada, um, which was re- a really amazing experience for everybody and gave the show uh, a very special identity, I think, because in Canada, we shot Alberta for Alberta. So we weren't pretending it was somewhere else. And that's very rare in Alberta. And I think that's the same in Liverpool too. But I think what we were looking for with season three, we'd done, Rowan and I had had loads of conversations about, shall we do another series? And we decided we'd only do another series if we could not improve exactly, but expand the world of Tinstar and keep developing those characters and keep making the story very forward moving and propulsive. And we wanted to do a final season where the Worth family were more 
seemingly in control and um, on the offensive, rather than waiting for things happening to them, they were actually on the forward move and they were coming back to finally resolve the problems that they'd left in the past. So one way to do that was to shift locations and to bring them back to where we will discover the story actually started. So we talked about a variety of places. At one stage, we were talking about somewhere in Europe, like Italy or the South of France or somewhere like that. And I can't remember who it was. It may have been Tim who, who initially said, what about you know, a city with a dock? And so we all went, well, obviously Liverpool then. Um, and I think we all at the same time fell in love with the idea of, of Liverpool as a city that has a certain sense of history, but romance and modernity to it that we actually don't see very often on the television. We see it because it's such a versatile city. Lots of people come and shoot in Liverpool, but they it's either set in the 1880s or... I don't know, they're pretending Liverpool is London or they're pretending Liverpool is New York or wherever it is. We didn't want to do that. We wanted to showcase the city for what it was. And I think selfishly for me, I, I'm from Liverpool and I've never shot there and I wanted to, and it seemed like a brilliant idea. So we, we came, myself and Rowan uh, did several recce's to Liverpool and it was absolutely joyful and I think pretty much as soon as we got there we were like yeah this is the place we want to do this last series. Amazing so yeah that's kind of obviously obviously you're from Liverpool and you came on the recce's how was it kind of getting under the skin obviously of the of the, of the city to kind of shape this new tone for the show? It was absolutely brilliant I mean it was so exciting and I, although I am from Liverpool, um, I lived in Liverpool till I was 15 and then my parents moved to Southport. So my sort of older teenage years were in Southport and um, my, my dad was there until quite recently. So I'd, I'd been coming to Liverpool always, but generally going through it to go to Southport to see my dad. So I sort of glimpsed Liverpool, but I hadn't really um, examined it closely. So it was, it was really exciting to come back and get the opportunity to do that. And all the myths about Liverpool are true. People are incredibly friendly. People are incredibly welcoming. The architecture is amazing. There's a really can-do attitude. But I think, I think for me as a human being, seeing the city in the way that it has developed and progressed is absolutely brilliant. Um, feels so vibrant and um, it feels like one of those places where anything is possible and I think although that matters to me personally it really matters to the show because the central characters are people that can only operate in a certain slightly anarchic environment where you feel like anything is possible and you're not quite sure what's around the corner and I think Liverpool as a as a character has that obviously kind of tin star it's got this it's got this beautiful particularly with the first two series it's got this beautiful kind of um perfect with the cinematography and um and the tone of the show this yeah this kind of has a new it's almost like a, a almost a, a reboot of sorts um changing from 
after rural Canada from a small, small town to, to an urban setting. How was the transition almost of changing from the Canadian landscape to um, an urban setting in terms of like the visual language and then the score as well? Well, we, we, we talked a lot about that, obviously. And <clears throat> one of the things that we were very clear about right from the start was Canada has, and Alberta in particular, has its own particular landscape. We're not going to try and replicate that. We want to do something that's equally visually exciting, but different. There's no, there's no point. Um, and, and that's not what's exciting about coming to the Northwest. What's exciting about coming to the Northwest is developing the visual language <clears throat> and the stories and the kind of emotional life of the characters. So I think what, where I think Tinstar is at its best is when it combines the dark with the funny. And obviously Liverpool gives you loads of that. I think the other thing that we found when we did camera tests and when we did recce's was that Liverpool in many ways is quite a majestic city. It's got incredible architecture, both historic and modern. And on top of that, you don't have to travel very far outside of Liverpool to get a completely different feeling and tone and what you do get when you go outside of Liverpool is, and that's similar to Canada, is you get those massive skies, you get a big distant horizon and massive skies. And one of the themes that we've always explored, both in Canada and in the UK, is a sense that we are very small as people, as, as kind of influence on the world, we are very small. And in Canada, we could shoot very small people against the Rocky Mountains. In Liverpool, we can shoot very small people against huge, majestic buildings like St George's Hall or any of the big, you know, any of the, the city centre where the, those incredible, beautiful buildings. So I think it's a development of the visual language. It's, it's slightly different, but it's a development. It's not, we haven't kind of thrown it all away. The themes are still there. Um, could you tell us a bit more about the the kind of key locations and how you came to deciding them? Well, it's it's back. It's really back to what I said at the start. It's all about story. It's all about how you can tell a story visually as well as in words. And so, for example, we were fortunate enough to be able to shoot outside and inside of St George's Hall, and you, you and and that's. We use that location in episode one and in a later episode to represent, I suppose, um, the establishment in a way and to put Jack Worth in that location which represents establishment just emphasizes his anarchy even more. And it's so, it's so beautiful and cinematic. Uh, that was a key location we used um, the roof of the empty bank in the city centre. Martin's Bank, yeah. Yes, Martin's Bank, uh, which is amazing. And that is incredibly versatile. It was a lot of, um, there was a huge amount of negotiation and preparation because, you know, we, we wanted to get onto the roof itself and do a big stunt from there. 
and the city council and the film office were incredibly helpful, but it worked brilliantly. And again, that's a kind of, it's another building that signifies um, the establishment, I guess. But it wasn't just buildings, it was then outside of Liverpool, we shot on the beach in New Brighton, we shot on the pier in Southport, and the place I've always dreamed of filming, which is Pleasureland in Southport. They were amazing. I mean, they were so helpful and we shot there, I think it was three or four freezing cold nights. Um, and then on top of that, there were all the brilliant bars, clubs and restaurants that were so helpful and, and worked with us to, to make it work. So it's created, I think you when you watch the show, you get a real sense of place, but I think you get quite a surprising sense of place and it probably not necessarily the Liverpool that people expect it to be. I don't mean if you live in Liverpool, but people outside of Liverpool who've never been there, I think we'll see it in a very different way and I hope they'll all go and visit. Fantastic. Now. I um, agree. I saw um, some of the, the stills from across the city region. The, uh, one of the stills I saw from Pledgeland looked absolutely incredible. So, was, um, yeah. It looks phenomenal. I can't. can't Although wait it, was, it wasn't pleasant, but it was great. It looked great <laughs> and it was worth it. Um, yeah, to kind of go into, I suppose, more of your, your experience on, in the production side, uh, were you able to enjoy the region as a visitor or was it, was it all kind of hands on deck? No, I think I think um, I I was lucky because I I had a flat on the river that I could stay in, and um, what what's great about Liverpool is is how much walking you can do. You know, everything is within within reach, and I think um, you know what film crews are like. They're like a bit of social life after work because we do such long hours, and everyone's very tired, but they need to let off steam at the weekends. So we had a lot of fun there and I was amazed at the breadth of restaurants and cultural events that we could access. So I did and then, you know, because I know Southport so well, obviously it's it was slightly different for me, but I think everyone, everyone loved being there and um, both, I think they found it you know, there was a lot of fun to be had, but also they loved the friendliness and warmth of the city. I, uh, I had to ask, when did you decide to add Liverpool to the title? Well, actually, um, we we talked about it for ages, whether we should or shouldn't. And then in, in the end, we decided it would be useful to have that because it makes it feel like a show that you know, but with a new spin on it. And I think actually this series is, if people haven't watched season one and two, you could come fresh to this and watch it as a standalone. And then you can go back and watch seasons one and two if you'd like to. So I think um, I think it's a, it's a really good way of going. You think you know this show, but you don't. Brilliant. How did you actually find this kind of the support from film office and the local authority, uh, this region as a whole to creating your vision? They were They were absolutely brilliant. And this sounds like a love letter to Liverpool, doesn't it? I'm realising. But um, <laughs> That's they, they, <laughs> they, they were brilliant. Um, right from, we talked to them really, really early to the film office. 
when we were first thinking of coming to Liverpool and trying to work out if that was feasible and if it would work, they they couldn't have been more helpful. They were accessible. They helped us with the recce. They helped us to find places to stay. They got us access to buildings that we never thought we'd get access to. They were always there if we needed anything, um, but very light touch, you know, helpful um, and supportive, but not controlling. That I, I couldn't speak highly enough of them. And they were very generous with their time as well. How did you find working with the local crew? There's obviously you kind of switched from a crew from over here in Canada to a lot of local crew and further further across the UK. Uh, how did they kind of help with supporting your vision? Well, they just worked really hard and they were very ambitious for the show. You can't really ask for any more than that. And uh, we had a lot of key people who were from Liverpool. And also that was... It was great for the texture of the show as well, because if we were going wrong anywhere, they could quite happily tell us where we'd gone wrong. And that that's very useful. But they were uh, absolutely great. I couldn't fault them. I'd work with them all again in a heartbeat. Fantastic. I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, yeah, obviously you had the locations, kind of, you had some backlot space and obviously the crew. Is there anything more that you think the um, the region could do to support productions like Tinstar or any kind of other productions that you'd you'd be that be you'd be working on? Well, I think if there was studio space there, that that'd be good. I know that I think there's one coming, um, and I think it's I th I hope something like Tinstar will make more people come to Liverpool because, as I've said it's Liverpool for Liverpool and it shows such a breadth of the city and the areas around Liverpool, all of which are incredibly accessible and easily accessible. Um, obviously regional funding is always useful, but I think, I think they, you know, they're incredibly supportive, but yeah, access and regional funding is always good. Um, I suppose now it'd be great to kind of go into more, more around your role within development, particularly not just uh, across Tinstar, but um, your other projects. Obviously, the um, the show is led by Tim, uh, but there's some very integral female characters and brought to life by great female actors, particularly um, as well the the, the new cast. Uh, is that something that you're kind of conscious of uh, when you're working on as a as an independent female producer? Yes, it is, but I think everyone should be. Um, and I think, um, you know, we, we have made moves forward to representing women in a more complex, powerful way and, and more needs to be done on that, um, as well as diversity, obviously. But I think we were lucky in that we had two or, well, we had several female roles that, we, that were um, layered and complex that we could do a lot of work on. And, and I think that makes the show more contemporary and more relevant. And I think, yes, it has to be the case across every project that certainly that I work on, but it should be the same for everybody, whether you're a man or a woman, we need to be conscious of that, I think. Definitely. A, yeah, there's definitely like, a lot of strong female, particularly on, on screen. I know there's um, on, a lot in the crew as well, some really great, uh, really great crew on board. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose I wanted to kind of talk. You've obviously worked with, with Rowan on this project, but you've worked with some other exceptional writers uh, previously, including like Richard Curtis. Uh, Liverpool's really renowned for its writing talents, kind of a writer city with like Dean McGovern, uh, Frank Cultural Voice, Helen Blakeman. Is there any local writers that you that you kind of have in mind for any project or you'd really like them. to work with? I'd like to work with all of them and Stephen Butchard. Um, Yes, of course, I'd love to work with any or all of those. And, but I think it's also important to say we need to find the next generation of those writers. You know, where's the next Jimmy McGovern or Helen Blake or Stephen Butchard? And, and we're always on the lookout for that. I think that's really important. And I, I'm sure in Liverpool, there are a lot of great new voices and, and it's up to us to find them. Um, obviously, during lockdown, there was a big focus on development for a lot of people because was, there was little production that uh, could happen. What is the most important thing for you when you're looking uh, for a new project? Um, well, something that I haven't seen before. But sometimes that can be a highly original new take on a familiar story. And sometimes it can just be a story that you've never seen before. But for me, I think I, uh, right now, I, I find bleak quite difficult. I don't mind dark. I think dark can be good and can take you out of yourself. But I think bleak is really hard right now because the world feels pretty bleak and we're all looking for a bit of escapism. But that doesn't mean to say it has to be trivial. And I suppose when I'm reading a script, what I'm looking for are characters that I fall in love with um, in situations I'm compelled to find the resolution to. And often, actually, there's a sense of family, not necessarily a conventional family. It could be workplace family. It could be a crime gang type of family. It could be a spaceship family, but something where there's a connection between people. Um, I, I'm very drawn to that. And I think anything that has a profound effect on me, now that could just be giving me a good laugh or it could be making me cry or it could be terrifying me, but it, I, I want something that makes me feel something. Um, so yeah, so obviously you've, you've talked about kind of how you work with the uh, writers during the development process. I believe you're you're going to be working with Rowan again. So like, I, like what have you like what have you learned, or can you tell us a bit more kind of about the next projects that you're working on? I can't tell you much about the next projects, but I will say um, we are working with um, a variety of writers, both new voices and um, much more established voices. We have been developing probably for the last kind of 18 months and, and now we're ready to kind of move to the next stage. It's interesting working with writers and it's interesting working across a slate of writers because every writer is so different. And my job is to find the writers and then to enable that writer to write at their absolute best. And some writers want to talk to you every day. Some writers want you to clear off and leave them alone. and. Uh, it's about kind of getting under their skin and making sure they have what they need to do the best job possible. And whether that's entirely out of their own heads and they need very little help, or whether that's me coming up with ideas and sharing those ideas with them, 
or whether it's us doing research for them or giving them an office or whatever it is, it, it, it's my job to make sure that they can do their best work. And that might be allowing them to be really brave and try something they've never tried before. Or um, sometimes it's about letting people make mistakes as well. You know, people need to make mistakes in order to, to get to where they want to go to in the end. It's about making people feel safe. Brilliant. Good time for it. Um, yeah, so I suppose what kind of more towards the like, final question, actually. Uh, could we expect to see yourselves in Gomont? Well, could we expect to welcome you back to the city anytime soon? I'd be in Liverpool in a heartbeat. Um, I think it's, it, it's an amazing place to photograph, but it's also an amazing place to work and to be. So, yes, I hope so. That's the plan. Um, um, my final question actually, how did the city uh, kind of influence uh, did, like during production, obviously, because you'll have the, your outline uh, script release, but, like, did the city kind of influence the narrative throughout the, um, throughout the process of production? I think one of the great things about <clears throat> uh, knowing before you start fully writing about knowing where it's going to be based is you, you can write to that location and you can use all the best bits of the city and the areas outside of it. I, but I think we on Tinstar, um, as you may know, some of the scenes are improvised. We always have a script and the story doesn't change. But sometimes the dynamics within a scene will change or the dialogue will change or the movement within a scene will change. <clears throat> and because Liverpool is so flexible, it lets you do that. So I think, I think it enabled the, um, the actors and the crew to do the best job possible and, and to give them the flexibility they need to be as creative as they can be. Um, so I think it influenced the show in that way, uh, in terms of the actual story, you know, across the six episodes, the locations definitely did influence it in terms of things like just having access to a beach or just having access to a fairground or just having access to uh, the roof of a bank. It allows the writer's imagination to really flow because it's so versatile. Um, so I'd say it influenced it for the better, for sure. If there's, if there's one thing you'd like the viewers to take away from watching the six episodes of Tinstar uh, Liverpool, what would it be? I'd like them to watch all six episodes and get to the end feeling like they'd been on an incredibly satisfying and exciting journey that had made them laugh and cry and be excited by Liverpool as a city. That's brilliant. Thank you, Alison. Um, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, no. congr congratulations again on creating this yeah, series. Can't wait for everyone else to see it myself. Well, I hope you enjoy it when you see it.